Good morning, everybody. This is Michelle. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Uh, today is a very chilly morning. I live in the middle of Michigan in the United States, and it was a cold wait for the bus stop today. So I'm just glad to be back in the house. Um, so today's podcast really comes as a suggestion from a listener. Uh, she emailed me and kind of gave me a brief synopsis of the situation that was going on and asked that I do this podcast today. So uh, big shout out. I didn't ask if I could share her name, so uh, I won't share her name, but you know who you are. And thank you so much for giving me that suggestion. Um, so in a nutshell, this person said, how do you deal with a passive aggressive leader that never promotes effective team building? Um, or helps create a positive environment for the team. So I have a few suggestions for you today. First of all, let me just remind you, I'm sure you understand this, and this probably sounds like common sense, uh, but again, many of you know my, my little saying about common sense, it's a flower that doesn't grow in everyone's garden. Um, so let me start here first. With a boss like this, you cannot change them, okay? So as much as you would like to, you cannot change any other person. The only person that you have the responsibility and ability to change is yourself. And quite frankly, in my opinion, that's a full, more than a full-time job, right? So... I'm not going to share any tips about how to necessarily uh, change this person, but I am going to share some thoughts with you, okay? So for the first thought is, it sounds like this person might be at what we call a lower level of awareness, okay? They are not um, uh, stupid or ignorant or lacking knowledge in any way. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just saying that for whatever reason, they might not be aware of what is happening. Okay. So when you're dealing with a person like this, um, the first thing is to remind yourself, Hey, listen, they, they might not understand what's happening. They might not be aware. Um, so for example, have you ever done something in your life and, maybe a good friend pointed out, hey, you know, um, maybe that thing that you did or that thing that you said wasn't the nicest thing to do. And you look back and you go, oh, you're right. And I didn't even realize it. Right. That could be what's happening with this boss is that they just don't understand. Okay. So try to remind yourself that they don't get it versus working up some scenario or situation in your head where they're being a jerk or they're in some way attacking you, right? Or they're trying to make your life harder. Because what happens is that when you interpret their um, actions and words in that way, it just makes you feel worse. And it starts this negative cycle that that's the only thing that you think about, okay? Um, another tip is, you know, avoid them when you can. So this is different when it's your boss and you can't uh, really avoid them at all costs, right? Um, 
the same as if you're dealing with a lower level of awareness person who you might live with. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is when you know you're going to be with this person, make sure that you uh, prepare yourself. Okay, so again, the first thing is remind yourself they don't get it, right? Um, they might be having an issue. Uh, but another thing that you could do is, is what I call save your breath. So let's say you're going to be in a staff meeting with this person, or this person comes into, you know, your space and is kind of, um, you know, probably very poorly communicating something to you. Um, whatever it is, just remind yourself they don't get it. They're not being a jerk. And save your breath. Don't argue. Don't try to um, explain yourself, right? Because oftentimes, uh, people who have lower levels of awareness, they have already kind of created this. If you think about a footpath, right? So uh, sometimes if you, you go out into the country and you take some walks and you, you all are in a, a field of grass and then all of a sudden you see uh, there's like a path in the grass, right? That is where somebody or somebody's or over time people have walked that path, right? The same can happen in your brain. So this leader might have a footpath in their brain that they, they fall back on being authoritative or they fall back on, you know, what might be insecurity, right? Um, they have a pattern of thinking. And so if you've developed this pattern where this person comes in and um, either tries to take over or tries to have these passive aggressive type behaviors, the best thing you can do is to break the pattern in some way. And oftentimes that actually means not saying anything, right? Letting that person kind of, letting their power fizzle out, okay? I think it's really helpful to understand why some leaders are like this. So some of the most common things are that they're insecure. So what does that mean? They, they're lacking confidence, okay? They have what, what we term in our house issues, right? Or they have a lack of knowledge about what to do in certain situations. Or they, they don't understand how to communicate well. Typically what I find is that leaders who act like this, they don't understand what is happening in the other person's brain when they're communicating, right? They look at everything and say, this is common sense. Everybody should know this. I should just tell you this. So you should just do it, right? Um, or maybe they feel like politics has worked for them in the past, and so they're going to use that again now. Okay? Um, I have an extensive background working with children, especially very young children. And um, oftentimes I'm just struck by how much working with adults is just like working with children. <laughs> um, I really need to do a teaching in, in the future on the four developmental tasks that you need to be successful in adulthood because it, it's so uh, amazing to me that when I'm working with adults, I realize exactly which one of those developmental tasks you did not accomplish when you were a child. Um, and honestly, 
let me just pause for a moment and say, if somebody is listening and you would like to hear that teaching, would you email me? Uh, I'm kind of on the road uh, doing my thing today, but I don't want to forget that. So you can email me at michelle at growbyone.com. And I, I, I'll do a teaching on the developmental tasks to be successful in adulthood. Okay. All right. So uh, the reason why I say that is because we all have areas that we need to improve. Um, there's this assumption that because you are an adult, right, you have lived and breathed for so many days on this earth that you will just naturally know how to work with people. <laughs> However, that is not the case. So you are dealing with a brain, not necessarily a person. So a brain can feel insecure, it can lack knowledge. It cannot have the experience or observations that you have maybe collected in your time. Okay? So I say that because it's really easy to look at somebody who does something or says something a little off to us and interpret that and put meaning into that when in reality we're going based on some assumption or clues that we have in our head to try to figure it out. So my, my biggest tip here, and this is dealing with anybody who's a lower level awareness, is check your perception. Check your perception. See, perception is a funny thing. Uh, I, I love this. One of my mentors explained this not too long ago. Um, he used a story of uh, a, a gentleman who is in... Uh, outside, he's sitting on a bench. He's got um, very unkempt clothes on. He's uh, kind of dirty looking. Um, he, he looks, you know, he's got a, a smile on his face and he's got a brown bag with a bottle next to him. Okay. You see that image in your head? Okay, now, now picture that and tell me what is your perception of that person? Okay, so if I were to ask a hundred people, do you think all 100 would say the same thing about that person? No, they would not. Now, here's why. Some would say, oh my goodness, look at that man. He's drunk and he should be working. Somebody else could look at him and say, wow, he looks really happy. I wonder if he's having a good day. Others could look at him and say, oh man, I think he, he really needs some help. Let me go see if he needs some help, right? And if you continue along that path, there are so many other options of how you might perceive that man. How could you know what's really going on with that person? Well, the only way that you could really know is to go and have a conversation, right? And even then, you only have limited knowledge, so the point of that story is that perception is this funny thing. You can, if you pause long enough, you can come up with various different perceptions, right? And if that is the case, you get to choose how you're going to look at that other person. So remember I said you, you can only change yourself and not the other person? 
this is what I'm talking about. So as much as you would like to look at that person and say, hey, you, change your perception about me and do differently, that's not how that works. So I suggest to you, this this boss who is dealing with some passive-aggressive behavior and uh, maybe doesn't know how to support her team or his team, um, I suggest that maybe your perception could be to see them as a person in need, a person who lacks awareness, a person who may need some help, okay? When you see a person as having a hard time, the natural tendency is to want to help them. When you see a person as giving you a hard time, the natural tendencies are to push their buttons back. The only thing that changes is your perception of what is happening. Okay, so if that's the case, why not choose to perceive them as a person in need and try to help if possible? Okay, now there are three things I want to share with you about you. When you are in a situation like this and you feel like your boss is not being supportive for whatever reason, there's three tips. The first one is develop a strong inner circle. So this is a small group of people in your life. They could, you know, be all professional or all personal or a mixture. Um, they could be people that all know each other or that don't know each other. Totally up to you. But these are typically five to six people who support you, who want to see you win, who encourage you, who call you out on your stuff when you need, need to. Um, but they are your people, your tribe, right? Um, develop this strong inner circle because you want people who are constantly supporting you, especially if your boss is not. Okay. Um, another tip is, uh, keep a don't do box. So for example, a friend of mine, he's actually a CEO now, uh, way back when we were in college and, uh, we worked uh, a bunch of summer camps together. Um, he started he would always carry around these index cards. And I said, what, what is this all about? And he said, oh, yes. Well, when I'm working with, with leaders and I see that, you know, somebody does something or says something that I don't like or I don't think is um, impactful, I'll write it down on these cards. And I didn't understand it then. And I just kind of dismissed it. And uh, it's interesting, we reconnected through Facebook about a year ago, and I went back into his company, and I've been doing some trainings for him, and I saw he had a file box on his card, or on his desk, and his desk, you know, is one of those, like, really nice desks, you know, like, you wonder if he paid more for his desk than I did for my car, one of those, yeah, and, uh, and but I saw this little plastic kind of beat up index card box, and I said, tell me what's up with this. And he says, oh, yeah. Remember way back when, when I was writing all those cards, I said, yeah, do you still do that? He says, oh, yeah, I've done it ever since. I said, well, why do you do this? He says, this is my don't do box. He says, so what he does now when he's leading this um, company is he will 
regularly go through this box and remind himself of all the things that the leaders in his life did that he didn't like or he didn't find useful and remind himself of the opposite. So, for example, if, um, you know, just in general terms, if a boss had uh, been a micromanager, then he would flip that and he'd say, be an empowering leader, right? And so he found it as, okay, all of these things that I've collected over time, they are the data that's going to help me become a better leader. I think that's a great way of transforming what can be considered a negative situation into something positive. And then the final one, uh, this is a little more drastic, um, but some of you might need to hear this right now. So one of the leadership laws that John Maxwell talks about is called the law of the lid. Um, and I, I wish I was on video right now. I could show this to you, but the, the purpose of the, the law of the lid is to help you remember that we all have a cap on our leadership capacity, a lid. Okay. So imagine uh, on a scale of one to 10 that your capacity as a leader right now to lead other people. So your ability to uh, develop relationships get the work done, communicate, um, all kinds of things. Let's say your number is a six, okay? And uh, let's say you, you listen to this podcast every day and within a few weeks, your, your number goes up to a seven. Woo, right? Listen to the podcast. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, right? Um, but over time, as you're learning and, and putting into practice the things, the knowledge that you're learning, so you're getting that experiential and observational uh, awareness, you increase your leadership ability. So you increase your lid. Now, sometimes you're working with a leader, and it sounds like in this situation that was given to me for, for a suggestion, it sounds like your leader might have a lower number lid. So let's say you're at a seven in leadership and they're at a five. So when you're working in an organization and the leader has a lower lid than you, you will constantly butt heads with them because they do not understand. Okay. So you have a choice to make. Are you going to do the suggestions that I shared with you earlier in order to learn how to work with difficult people? Because as another mentor of mine says, um, the people in your life are your current curriculum for growth. Okay. Uh, are you going to choose to change your perception of that person? Are you going to do things to take care of yourself, like developing your inner circle and then, you know, maybe helping grow yourself with a don't do box. What are you choosing? Because it's not enough to say I have this problem with this person and be done. You have to choose what you're going to do from here on. Are you going to change yourself, learn and grow? Or, and this is the drastic part of it, sometimes it can get so bad that you have to promote yourself out of that job. Okay, you got to go find a leader. If you're at a seven for your leadership ability, 
you got to find somebody who's an eight or higher in order for you to grow. Okay. And I know that that might not be what you want to hear necessarily. Um, I've been in this situation and I can tell you looking back on it at the time, I thought, Oh no, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. And there were all, all these reasons why I was attached to that specific job. However, now that I have some time and some distance from that situation, I realize I'm really thankful that I left because now I can be more of who I need to be. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I did not intend to go 20 minutes on this. Uh, apparently I had a lot to say. So um, I hope this was helpful, not only to the person who suggested it, but also to those of you who are listening. I know many of you are in difficult situations, uh, whether it be in your personal or professional life with people that you're trying to navigate these relationships with. Um, the first thing that I would just sum up is, is take care of yourself. Okay. Put yourself first because nobody else really is. Okay. And I, I don't mean that nobody cares for you. I mean that even the closest people in your life can't think of you a hundred percent of the time. Okay. So put yourself first and then let the rest of your day be about serving others. Okay. Awesome. And keep sending in those suggestions. I love it. Uh, I, I hope to, to talk to some of you very soon at some conferences that are coming up. Um, if you see me, come say hi, because I, I love to just put hands on people and give them a hug and, and, and see what your face really looks like. Okay. All right. Awesome. Have an amazing day. Um, go out and do something for somebody else uh, and continue to be awesome. And we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.